From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, I'm Brian Walsh, and this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, September 8th. On today's show, David Bank catches up with Robert Munson, who is putting together next month's SOCAP gathering in San Francisco. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. Climate change and Africa are on the agenda in Nairobi this week. Africa Climate Week kicks off the fall schedule of climate meetings, leading to COP28 in the United Arab Emirates in December. While renewable energy financing is commonplace in many regions, it is just coming to Africa. So reports Impact Alpha's Jessica Pothering and Lucy Ngigi from Nairobi. Catch their full report on impactalpha.com. Impact fund managers are scaling up to absorb and deploy capital. This month's list of open impact funds included five managers raising nine-figure funds. Farmland LP is raising $250 million to speed the conversion of farmland to certified organic. On the smaller size, the Decarceration Fund is looking to raise up to $25 million to back between a dozen or more early-stage ventures in what is becoming known as Justice Tech. The companies are focused on reducing individuals' entry into the criminal justice system and increasing successful transitions out. And the race is on for climate-friendly jet fuel. Lydian, based in Cambridge, Massachusetts, raised $15 million for its zero-carbon aviation fuel. It's just one of several startups proving out their alternatives to traditional fuel in hopes of big advanced purchases from the airlines. Lydian runs captured carbon plus water through a high-temperature electric reactor. And now let's hear David Banks' conversation with Robert Munson of the Sorensen Impact Center. Robert Munson, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, David, thanks Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, you're the managing director of the Sorensen Impact Center at the University of Utah and also the president of SOCAP Global and SOCAP 23 um, is coming up next month. And I want to uh, uh, get, get your thoughts on that. I was thinking about SOCAP this week uh, when uh, all the news came out about uh, Burning Man and the, the rain and the floods. And so, SOCAP sometimes called the Burning Man of Impact Investing, um, possibly more when it was over at, at Fort Mason, frankly, than down at Yerba Buena, downtown San Francisco. But uh, what do you think of that uh, analogy at this point? Yeah, well, I was watching the same thing uh, as as we all have, just all of the, the rain and the mud and, and thinking about how lucky we were last year in San Francisco with our weather, hoping we get the same thing. It was warm and sunny every day. Uh, but yeah, look, the, the origins of SOCAP are radical. I mean, 15 years ago, it was a, a, a band of, of highly intelligent, um, fed up people who got together and sort of untethered by the norms of capitalism, wanted to start a movement. And that that's, I, look, that's appropriate, right, to San Francisco. And it's the reason why we're still there and why we still have those conversations. I, I think it's important to remain focused on the future. I think it's important to still be a home uh, to new and yes, radical notions of what we should be in our world. Um, we combine that now with you know, the mainstreaming of impact. We combine that with executing and scaling, uh, not just ideating. So we're evolving with, with the field. You have an interesting perspective uh, coming, coming into this um, long history of working in strategic uh, 
communications and marketing, you can tell us about the, the background, but you don't come from impact investing uh, uh, per se or, or this movement. So I'm kind of interested in, you know, what you've uh, learned in the, in the couple of years you've been, you've been, you've been running um, uh, the Sorensen Impact Center and what your sort of um, outsider perspective might be. Yeah. I, I think in some ways we're all new to impact. I mean, it's a 10 year old field. So chances are pretty good. We all came to this place from a variety of different uh, origins. And I think that's one of the really compelling strengths of impact. Uh, we're not a, a homogenous group. We don't all come from the same place in the same professional vertical. And I hope that continues. I, I don't think we can scale and grow unless we're a big tent. You know, we're, we're far from where we need to be and we're not going to get there unless we're a welcome place for people from all from all backgrounds. And, and that was true for me. I, I my background is in politics and sports. Those are not exactly fields that are known for being centered on on wellness and for the planet and, and for people. Um, but the the evolution for me has always been finding um, and identifying a North Star, which, which is about having an impact beyond the four walls of the organization in which I work. That's kind of a frustrating thing these days. It's hard to find that in our society. Impact is a place where you can find that. There's, there's more than hope. There's more than just a dream. There's a tangible future. There's something that you can actually hold on to. We have solutions. So that's very attractive to me. And I, I think it's why you see so many people from so many places come to SOCAP and convenings like that because um, there just there just aren't many places like that left in the world today. Um, the Sorensen Impact Center, I know, was a longtime investor in SOCAP, and then uh, as it was restructured, kind of coming out of the pandemic, um, you know, now runs it, and, and you are the president of SOCAP Global. Um, but just tell us a little bit about the Sorensen Impact Center so we can understand who's running SOCAP Global. Yeah, so the Sorensen Impact Center grew out of one of the nation's first uh, student venture funds at the University of Utah, which started roughly 15 years ago. Um, and then Jim Sorensen, who you know and, and, and many know in the field as a pioneer in impact, endowed uh, that program about a dozen years ago. And out of that grew this multi-dimensional consultancy research and training center now known as the Sorensen Impact Center. Um, today, we, we really focus on helping clients move capital to impact and in training future leaders in impact. And so we have an active academic and student training program along with a staff of some of the, frankly, some of the brightest minds in impact who are innovating alongside our partners and clients around the world. Um, SOCAP was an interesting development for us. It was unexpected. Uh, it's not something we were looking at. wasn't something we were looking for. In fact, I was driving home from the office uh, late in 21, I guess it was, and our CEO, Jeff Davis, called me and he said, what do you think about taking over SOCAP? And I said, uh, I, I think I said, heck yeah, that'd be amazing. What's, what is the opportunity? And he said, I don't really know. I, there's something there for us. Would you take a look, analyze the opportunity, see if it's something we need to get into? And it took a while for us to get through the process to really analyze it. But uh, ultimately, as you said, we, we were able to be, I think, the, the appropriate partner at the right time for SOCAP to 
kind of help it get out of a pretty pretty challenging space after the pandemic. What's going to be different this year for folks who um, who, who who are used to maybe the old SOCAP? Um, um, what's going to be different? Yeah, the pre-pandemic SOCAP, as you said, we're in a, a different facility now. So we're centered around the YBCA in downtown San Francisco, which has been a, a wonderful host for us. And we utilize um, a number of buildings that are all um, encircle a, a garden around the YBCA. And in fact, we're adding a new facility this year, uh, the Contemporary Jewish Museum, which is across the street from the YBCA. Uh, we made the move for a lot of different reasons, but the number one reason was accessibility. Uh, we need it to be more accessible for um, our audiences. We need it to be more efficient in our operations. And and this really allowed us to do that by, by moving to this, this new area. And it was really well received last year. I was, David, I was pretty nervous about it. I mean, it had been decided it was moving to the YBCA before we took over. So we didn't really have a choice, but I knew how much uh, people had invested time and resources and just memories into the old facility and moving to something new was risky. Um, but it worked out. Uh, most, uh, if not all, the feedback we received is really positive. And so we're going to expand on that a little bit this year with, with some new facilities um, and uh, some new programming. And well, tell us about the programming. I know you've gone through a whole uh, process to sort of develop the, the, the content this year. Yeah, we have. We've really, really focused this year on improving our content. We want to be at an elite level with our discussions and our speakers and and so um, my my colleague Michelle Ravelo has has come in to take over um, on the content strategy side. And and what we ended up doing is I, I think we have twelve tracks this year, nine uh, topical and three regional. And with each of those tracks, um, we brought in a curation council. So there's three or four experts in each of those fields. Uh, it's really a who's who of impact. If you go to our website and, and look at the curation councils, it's an impressive group of people who have volunteered their time to help us do this. And, and they have worked for the last six months in curating and developing content for SOCAP. We'll have um, expert moderators at each panel, top level speakers, really digging into the content. Um, that's exciting for us. This will be the first year that SOCAP has been a true three-day conference. So we're going to start Monday morning at 9 a.m. and we're going to end uh, Wednesday night. Monday morning, we'll have uh, something that I'm really, really looking forward to. We're going to have an opening ceremony, an opening land ceremony, and that's going to be brought to us by our partners at Raven Indigenous Fund. Uh, we think it's important to recognize where we are um, in a way that's appropriate. And we think Raven is just uh, going to be an amazing partner to help lead that for us. So we'll start at 9 a.m. Monday. That's new. Um, and then we'll have a big party Wednesday night. Um, and in between, hopefully we will learn a lot, collaborate a lot and, and uh, catalyze some innovations. We talked earlier about the, the the big tent, so to speak, and and some people talk about sort of the tribes of, of SoCap, um, maybe maybe so, so, so somewhat similar to the tribes of Burning Man, as we said, but uh, you know people come at it from different um, perspectives. I know last year we had a podcast uh, like this from uh, SoCap itself with Monique Aiken, our a contributing editor at Impact Alpha and and co-host of of the podcast, and also Rodney Foxworth. Um, from Common Future at that time, um, who is on uh, SOCAP's board. And 
Rodney was saying he really wanted to interrogate impact investing. One of the reasons for joining the, the SOCAP board was really to kind of challenge um, impact investing, and particularly around equity and inclusion, but more broadly around sort of power and control. I wonder whether that uh, uh, theme will, will thread through this year as well. Yeah, Rodney's an amazing uh, partner and board member for us, and, and he certainly has pushed us. And I think you know, I mentioned earlier, it would be um, comfortable for us to settle in, right, to the mainstreaming of our field. And I don't think that's the role that SOCAT plays particularly well um, within impact. We have to reflect the realities of impact. And so um, our content and our programming certainly reflects the mainstreaming because that's the goal, right? We all want to get to the place where impact is embedded in everything we do. At the same time, we've got, to, we've got to be one of those entities that helps move impact forward. And questions of power and control um, are central to, I, you'll find many, if not all, of the discussions that, that we have at SOCAP this year. And it's part of the reason why we went to a curation council. I, I frankly don't feel comfortable with SOCAP, you know, our staff, the eight or nine of us, as global and diverse as we may be, suddenly acting as the arbiters of truth within impact and deciding what should and what shouldn't be discussed at a conference that um, I think is relatively important in our space. And so by spreading this out to a much larger and much more diverse group of people, I think we're going to get closer to the truth of what we should be talking about. Some of those things um, we can expect, uh, some of those things may be unexpected and may really push our thinking to another level. We have to keep doing that. And I, I don't think you do that with a, a homogenous group of people. I think you have to bring a diverse group of people with diverse perspectives together. And it's one of the strengths of SOCAP. Well, so many uh, um, entities and organizations, including Impact Alpha, you know, in, in, in various ways, trace their roots to SOCAP. Uh, that's where I kind of dived in um, uh, first as a reporter uh, and then later uh obviously with Impact Alpha um, into this whole field. So there's a rich history and um, Robert Munson and, and, and Sorensen Impact Center um, t taking it forward. We're eager to, to see what, uh, what this year's SOCAP uh, brings. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure, David. Thanks for having me. and looking forward to seeing you in San Francisco. That's going to do it for this week's Impact Briefing. Thanks to David, Robert, and our producer extraordinaire, Isaac Silk. Sign up for Impact Alpha Open, our free weekly newsletter, directly at impactalpha.com, or become a subscriber to get full access to our award-winning daily coverage in impact investing and sustainable finance. Just go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe. For now, I'm Brian Walsh. Be sure to check back for next week's briefing. Until then, take good care. <laughs>